T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This moment for Lamar Jackson is undeniable. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We've called, and I've called Patrick Mahomes the Michael Jordan of this era. He's going to keep a lot of great quarterbacks from winning Super Bowls likely. So when you look at this heavyweight matchup between these two QBs, Perloff, this is where Lamar has to make his move. This is where he has to take advantage of I, I don't know, maybe we're overstating the Chiefs' offensive woes because I'll tell you, they look pretty good against my Bills last weekend. But this is a moment where you have home field advantage. You're favored in this game. You have a new offensive scheme that's working. You have an amazing defense. Health is on your side. All of these things, you must take advantage of this opportunity. In some ways, it's unforgivable not to because you don't know how many more shots you're going to get like this. I... I don't like when you look at a win as a quarterback stat solely. It's This game is not Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. I know it's being portrayed that way, but there's so much going on here, particularly with these two teams. It doesn't. I, I feel like this is less of a quarterback versus quarterback matchup than most games. It's not Peyton versus Tom Brady. The Ravens have so much going on, and the Chiefs actually. The Chiefs are more reliant on Mahomes. I think the Ravens can beat you in multiple ways because their defense is swarming. I think the Chiefs defense has been playing well, but the, the Ravens defense will beat you up. They can run all over you. Lamar can run all over you. It doesn't feel like a mano-a-mano matchup to me. Wow. I, I see it. Totally different. I mean, I don't. I give credit to these defenses, and when we get to this time of year, of course, defense is going to be the thing. But I think this game is 100% going to be defined by these quarterbacks because who is going to be able to solve the other person's defense? Like, you know, you've got two great defensive coordinators, and Mike McDonald, who has really come on for the Ravens. He was the former defensive coordinator for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, so now he gets passed over to John Harbaugh. With the Ravens, kind of surprising that he doesn't seem to be a head coach. He might not get a head coaching job this cycle, but is a hot coordinator. And then you got Steve Spagnolo, one of the great big game defensive coordinators, maybe ever. I mean, took down Tom Brady as the defensive coordinator of the Giants with the awesome game plans and two different Super Bowls. So I think you, like, whose quarterback's going to solve this? I see to the, me is fascinating part of it, and I think the the big main storyline of this. See, the exact opposite way. 
the entire game is how do you solve Lamar Jackson? What's Spagnolo going to? You think that do you think Lamar Jackson is worried about Spagnolo? Yes. Spagnolo probably hasn't slept in seven straight days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think the it's the other way. The defense, and you think Patrick Mahomes is worried about the rate? Probably actually, but I think solving Patrick Mahomes, it's the quarterbacks, and that's why to me this is the other factors around uh, Lamar and Patrick are so important here. How do you how do you how do you stop Lamar Jackson? I think Kansas City is probably everyone's reporting that they're going to blitz a lot right. because Lamar looked bad against the blitz. I, I think there's just so many other factors. It doesn't feel like a mano a mano battle at all to me because I don't expect Lamar to throw it all over the place. I don't think the Ravens want to do that. I think uh, I think the Chiefs also they don't want Mahomes to have a big game. They would rather win with Pacheco. Uh, so. I don't think this is going to be the classic quarterback battle. I would love to see, like Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes two years ago. I keep referencing this game. That was a classic quarterback battle. Every time you knew they were going to drop back, you knew they were going to throw 15 yards. This is 2021 playoffs. I I don't see that kind of game at all. Don't you see a much more grounded game here, a defense run game? Um... I think that's going to be part of it, but that's always part of Lamar's game. I, I do think that, you know, the this Ravens offense, so you act like it's this, you know, the 85 Bears just ground game. I mean, the explosive plays have been a big part of what this offense has done. And now I'm curious if they're going yeah. to be able to keep that up. Now, the explosive plays were not something that the Kansas City Chiefs have been particularly good at this year. But look what happened last week. You know, all of a sudden, here comes MVS with two big catches in that game when he hasn't been able to do much. So I think at some point, sure, you can run, run, grind it out, whatever. At some point, these quarterbacks are going to have to make explosive plays to win the game. I I, I do believe mm. that is still going to be part of it. Well, I mean, Baltimore's the number one rush offense in the league and yeah, the number 20th be. passing offense. I think there's a lot of there's clear logic to say that they want to control the game on the ground. Okay, but they still have weapons now like Zay Flowers, yeah. like Odell. Mark Andrews was a full participant in practice. That's interesting. The emergence of Isaiah Likely. I mean, these have been... This, these have been the weapons that Lamar have been riding to these blowout wins. I don't think, I, I think basically what happens is the run game just becomes so overwhelming that the entire defense has to move up and then Lamar just hits them. But this is a more one or two explosive plays. That is not the, the story of the game. 60 minute football game. This game's going to be won and the trenches on the ground. So going back to the opportunity that's sitting here for Lamar I Jackson. think in terms of the person with the most at stake, Maybe in this entire playoffs, Lamar has to be at the top of the list because you say this all the time about the two-time MVPs on the basketball side of things. If you're yeah. a two-time MVP but you haven't won a title, feels like it can water down those awards. Lamar obviously deserves these two MVPs, but for him not to get to a Super Bowl and be a two-time MVP is something that would invite a lot of criticism. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually, I can't argue with that. I think people would say, oh, we overrated what Lamar did this year if they don't win this game. That's just the way it works. Uh, and that being said, though, I do think that people, I think it's an unfair narrative because, again, football is the ultimate team game. And Lamar is a really, he's a team player first. He'll do whatever the coaches say to win. It's not like he's ever padded, he's never padded a stat in his life. Right. So I, I think that, to view it as as a one-on-one battle with Jackson Mahomes is really not fair. And if Lamar loses this game, it's the Ravens lost the game. Lamar, don't just immediately say, assume, no matter what the result is, that Lamar Jackson lost this game. Because to me, 
Uh, it's like Josh Allen. I don't kill Josh Allen for losing to Mahomes. He just lost to the GOAT. Plenty of people. They should not. It's not plenty fair. Plenty of people have blamed Josh Allen for especially the loss last week. How? Well, I don't, but you tell me you heard that. I did. I. I actually did not hear anybody criticizing Josh Allen. I heard people sticking up for Josh Allen saying, how can you criticize? Kurt Warner famously just went on this whole social media explosion saying anyone who criticizes Josh Allen doesn't know football. Well, I think you actually did criticize him because the the throw to the end zone that missed on Cleo Shakir, you said, was not the right throw because, and I think this was maybe as close to a direct quote as I can (laughs) give you, you know that Patrick Mahomes with a minute and a half would have come down and broken your heart anyway. I believe that was a direct quote Yeah, yeah, they should have tried. Well, I put that on the whole team, though. They should have, philosophy-wise, been trying to run out that clock to the end. And they they went halfway there, and then they started running these deeper routes. I don't put that all on Allen. Yes, Allen. His decision-making inside of two minutes, people are destroying him for that. So I don't know how. I don't know how this is going to play out with Lamar, but it, it might not be like, quote unquote, his fault. But to say this game is not going to be a referendum on him is a total lie. I know I, it definitely will be, but it shouldn't be. If Lamar plays as well as Josh Allen did last week and people are killing Lamar after this game, say they lose a close game, say Mahomes just gets red hot sure. and is unstoppable. I, I can't kill Lamar if Patrick Mahomes has a perfect game. There's always a winner and a loser, and that doesn't mean, I'm sorry, Pete, that the loser is a quote-unquote loser. Lamar could have an unbelievable game and the Ravens could lose. So are you going to rip him after that? Wait a minute. I just was reminded about something. The loser hats arrived. Nice. EJ, do you want to grab them? They're in the office. They're right. in two separate boxes. Now, Perloff has already declared he is not ever wearing one well, of these We're going to change that. <laughs> he doesn't we'll want to ever sit in the loser spotlight. He knows he doesn't want to do that. So, for now, we're going to exempt Perloff from having to wear the loser hats. But they did arrive. They took long enough. Damn. I got two different types and two different styles. So, you know, we'll model them. You guys' idea of what like. a loser is is so far off, though. <laughs> well, what? we're not calling Lamar uh-huh. or Josh Allen Pete a loser. Thinks, Pete thinks all 31 teams and every player on all those teams are losers because so they didn't Josh win Allen. the Super Bowl. Well, did they, did they win the Super Bowl? Yes, technically they did no, not win the Super Bowl. So, so they're losers. So if your best friend runs a marathon and doesn't win the thing, do you That's call a him a loser? Game. Totally That's a different, different. thing. It, it, well, it, he in terms of winning the marathon, he's a loser. Is he a professional but, runner? But he, he, right. If he's it, a professional it, runner he and he doesn't the, come in first, he didn't he's win. He's a loser. Right. Not you and me. I mean, I couldn't do that. Right. Not yeah. you. Like, Andrea ran, Andrea, my girlfriend ran a marathon. She's not a loser because she, she didn't finish first. No. No, but that's a huge L for that. A, that's a different, <laughs> that's a different thing. No, the the NFL season is a marathon. No, that's like if the NFL season. That's like when somebody does the pro-am golf. Like, Tony Romo's out there golfing with Tiger Woods. If he, if he falls behind Tiger Woods, he's a loser. No, that's totally different. Just the fact that you guys are arguing back makes makes me realize how lame your argument that everybody in the NFL it's who doesn't lame. win a Super Bowl. They're not, how many players? 50 guys on a roster for 31 teams. There are not 15,000 losers. Okay, I mean, that's yeah. just not the wait, way you, you would describe they, them. Wait, you think they flip, get excited because they got eliminated? Let's flip it the other way. Do you remember when Giannis got eliminated in the first round last year? And they said, "Do you?" And the reporter asked, "Do you see the season as a failure?" And he essentially said, "No." He said, "You're always learning, and it's not a failure. And there's levels to this, and there's steps to this." How was that received? Uh, not well. Not well. Not well because right. it seems like when you're at that high, high, high level, like professional football, professional basketball, if you're not in it to win, what are we all doing here? Now, teams are in different statuses of of like rebuilds and stuff like that there's but if you have expectations 
and you fall short, you're a loser. Okay, if the San Francisco beats Detroit on Sunday, I want all three of you to tweet out at the same time, the Detroit Lions are a bunch of losers. I will. <laughs> a bunch of losers sounds pejorative. Yeah. But... The Detroit Lions are losers. Jerry Goff. But no, but I think I think that's unfair because Pete's point is they are like all the other teams. Yes. So to say you're making a single out one example with no context and say, oh, well, everybody, of course, somebody would agree with that. When you say the Lions are losers because everyone like the Lions didn't win a Super Bowl, that makes a lot more sense. You're just saying to just randomly say the Lions are losers after yeah, right. having never won a playoff game in 30 years. Well, as I understand the loser hat, though, the loser hat means like kind of loser energy, right? So the Lions have the Lions have none of that. They're gonna, if, if they lose the game, no one's going to point to them as losers. Everyone's going to be like, what a great season. The opposite of Giannis, because Giannis had expectations right. to win it all. So that's what I'm sort of getting at. Like, not everybody who loses is a loser. Okay, so maybe, well, maybe the Lions won't, by the won't way. wear the loser hat. Right. Like, this was about, this all started because there was a denial that the Eagles right. were losers, which is insane because they had this epic collapse. What do you mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware that the Eagles did not win the Super Bowl. I was not denying that. I I saw the Bucks lost. I wasn't like they won that game. Right. But no, but you were acting like, oh, what's the big deal? They sucked. So, of course, they like, well, like, yeah, no. Did you like, see their DBs? They had no prayer in a million years. I could have torched well, both those safeties. I got to be honest. It hasn't gotten much better for the Eagles when you have a press conference with your head coach and the press asked him, what do you do? <laughs> what would you say you do around here was the literal question, and his answer wasn't great. Exactly. Um, well, actually, I was thrilled. The less Sirianni does, the better for this team. <laughs> and we all yeah. know that. Okay, so Losers. let's move. We're going to move the Eagles conversation to the side. The question right now is, would it be, is it unforgivable for Lamar to lose this game? I mean, this yeah. is your moment here where you have the Chiefs, like, on in your house, you know, the Chiefs are an amazing team. Mahomes is incredible, but you have to take advantage of the opportunities when they come. I think that's yeah. part of the reason why it was so devastating for the Bills. You, how many times are you going to have Mahomes yeah. at your place? How many times are you going to be favored against Mahomes and taking advantage of of this moment? You're, it's very true, but the fact that you're presuming that Lamar is going to come off badly if they lose already assumes the way the game's going to play out. There has to be a scenario where Lamar has a great game and they lose, too, and it's not all on Lamar. We give way too much credit to the quarterback when they win and way too much blame when they lose, and I already worry in advance we're going to give way too much (laughs) blame to Lamar Jackson because it feels like the storyline is written, and that's not fair. Was it? I... They could win the game. The storyline's oh, yeah. not are, written. They are four-point favorites. And I agree with everything you're saying. This is their opportunity. The Chiefs are down. They haven't figured out their wide receiving core. It's in Baltimore. There's this crazy stat about the team that has beat, uh, beaten the Bills the last four years in the playoffs has gone on to lose their next game, which is wild. Interesting. So there's, there's just, everything is pointing to this is a Ravens chance. I agree with all that. But I just don't want to say, like, Lamar played badly if they lose. Well, we're not sure. That's why we got to watch this But thing. it sounds like you are sure. Um, I think this game is going to be a referendum on Lamar. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, I'm not saying you're sure. I think people are going to rip Lamar if they lose. So that means that, that's going to happen. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if rip is the is the ne- is like the the right way to put it. But I think that if he loses, who gets the criticism? Unless you have an all time game, you know, it's usually the the head coach and the quarterback. Sometimes it's the kicker. Yeah, yeah. but okay, I was critical of Josh Allen not checking down there. But Josh Allen had a pretty good game like that. If you're going to blame anybody, the Bills defense couldn't stop Mahomes at all when it counted. Well, that's for sure. Uh, on another note, got another. Uh, Pull question out there for you. 
at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. Again, our YouTube is back up, so we're up and running. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We say good morning to our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates who we just love. The absolutely free to download Odyssey app is crystal clear. Sirius XM channel 158. Are the Chiefs annoying? Poll question at Maggie and Pearl. 61% of the audience yeah. says yes. They yeah, are. yeah. Now I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm going to defend my guy, Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty good. The, some of the replies here. I actually hated them before this year. Now I enjoy them. Okay. Most teams that are consistently at the top usually are annoying. Um, and a one person just says, hell no. So thank you for your contribution. Why do people find Patrick Mahomes? All right, just keep it on Mahomes. How can mm-hmm. you find Mahomes annoying? I'm curious because I'm hearing a lot of that out there in the ether so as well. I think this is relatively new. I don't think people generally thought or think that Mahomes is annoying because, you know, he seems like a generally good guy. We don't know these people. It's the a couple things. Probably the amount of commercials. Probably a little bit with the celebrity stuff. And then I think the whining and crying, he seemed like a bad loser after the Bills beat them in Kansas City with the bad Kadarius Tony call. Now, you and I are kind of sensitive to that stuff. We I, we generally don't judge athletes, I don't think, in the moment in that way. But a lot of people thought that was bad. That was a bad look. At that, at that time, you've got to just shake Josh Allen's hand and walk off the field. And then I didn't think Travis Kelsey saying to Josh Allen... Uh, after they lose the divisional round to say, I can't even believe you guys got here. Seems a little condescending. But I think he didn't mean it that way. He meant it as all these injuries on defense. How did you guys were 6-6 six and six at one point? I mean, you're totally right. Honestly, they should have just walked off the field after the Bills because, of course, they beat the Bills. I don't even think you need to say anything. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> um, I just think it's funny. Like you bet on the Bills you're, that game. You're a little mad. I know. I, first of all, the Bills probably should have won that game too. <laughs> uh, I can't believe if we're talking. I bet on them because I was like, I watched the Chiefs not be able to play offense all season long. Who, who are the Chiefs now? I don't understand how this turned around. Mahomes is the most likable superstar out there. He's the Steph, and I like Steph Curry too. Who other people find annoying? But they got backlash. But Steph there's got just, plenty of it. They're nice people, and I don't know. Like I think we're inventing ways to dislike people. Um, I don't think so. I I think sometimes you have control over how you're presented to the public, and sometimes you don't have control over how you're presented to the public. And it feels like superstars and the people around them have plenty of control on how they're presented to the public. And the fact that you would choose to present yourself in a way where it's like they just look so thirsty in the suite. Yeah. Everyone wants the camera. Taylor wants it. Brittany wants it. Jason Kelsey wants it. I mean, they all want it. And we're going to give it to you anyway. You don't have to try this hard for our attention. We're going to get it anyway. Well, I'm not I think talking for about Steph that. Curry, it's like, so Aisha wants a show, and then she wants another show. And I think it just gets a little like, oh, you're trying to – inundate us with your brand when we would find you anyway. We're seeking you out anyway. It's just like Perloff hating the green basketballs and the three-point shootouts. Stop selling me something. Well, whatever. I mean, look, who are the most hated athletes in the world today? LeBron James, uh, just because you see him everywhere. I just think the bigger you get, the more you're hated. Everyone is annoyed with Mahomes. He's in 17,000 ads. Of course you're going to dislike. I just think think it's a function of success. If Steph Curry didn't win three, four titles, sorry, then I think, of course, we resent success. I mean, it's the way it works. I mean, LeBron, 
Forget Mahomes. Mahomes and Steph Curry have nothing on LeBron. Everybody, there's so many people who can't stand LeBron. Just, it's fatigue. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just we see them. I don't think it's how you present yourself. I think it's just a matter of being out there so much. Uh, hey, Zeus in the chat says, fans are tired of Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. It's funny because yep. we say that all this winning breeds contempt, but at the same time, we like dynasties. We yep. like uh, rivalries. We like when, you know, say what you want about the Warriors, when they were playing the Cavs year after year after year, it was still great. People were tuning in. So, you know, it's funny. The AFC Championship game between Le- between Mahomes and Josh Allen did 50 million people watch that game. Oh, right. That's no, not no, all no. Taylor. You're right. People do tune in for the dynasties, and they'd like to hate the dynasties. I've actually won. I'm, I don't know anyone who doesn't like Lamar, because Lamar, for whatever reason, is not as exposed as Mahomes. We don't see him on TV as much. I mean, there's quarterbacky. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there with Lamar. Really? Yeah, it's well, not necessarily some of it doesn't run to his quote unquote personality, but a lot of dismissiveness of who he is and a talent as a quarterback that I think does lead to some contempt. Oh, you think this goes back to the Bill Polian saying but, he's not a quarterback? Yeah, no. Well, there was something there was someone recently, and the whole quarterbacky thing was trending when he was after they won because someone is saying I want my quarterbacks more quarterbacky. I mean. Lamar has his detractors, I right. would say. I well, would think there's but a lot of maybe it's the Mahomes people or the Chiefs people because it's very obvious why people don't like the Mahomes Chiefs stuff. But I got to be honest, and maybe this, I think people are holding on to that Bill Poley and Lamar Jackson comment. I mean, we haven't moved past that yet. Yeah, the guy's about to win his second MVP. I, I hear yeah. it, I've heard it at least 15 times in the last month. I'm like, that was seven years ago. The guy's got two MVPs. We're still talking about one comment from a former GM? No, but there are people saying stuff this year. Like I, I think, I think does it all trace back to that? Sure. I think but there's again, a lot the of straw man. It was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, we've had several other things. People were talking about Lamar and whether he's actually an, an accurate quarterback. Like he still deals with that. I think like, he still does. I, I, think, I, I think he deal. I think his uh, his backers bring it up hundred times more than his detractors. I think it's like the pro Lamar people are always saying, oh, look, he's not a running back. I don't hear a lot of, like nobody in the media is dumb enough to actually come out and say, oh, I still think Lamar's a running back. He's ruined Bill Polian's career to say that. It's also just not true. Yeah, I mean, he's got two MVPs. I I feel it's weird that people hold on to that so dearly. I'm sorry. I just think like that storyline should have died. I I mean, and you know what I'm saying, EJ, like it shouldn't be a storyline at this point, right? In a perfect world. It should not be. But I think maybe this is me being in the cesspool that is social media. I think maybe you could say media members aren't saying it. But I'd say that people aren't saying that about Lamar Jackson when he loses or when he has bad games. That is still happening, and yeah. that is where the defense of him comes in. But if he throws three touchdowns, you're going to have 4,000 Lamar backers say, see, he's not a running back. That is like they, everybody holds on to that line so much, whatever. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You are welcome to go vote on our poll question, Are the Chiefs Annoying? At Maggie and Pearl. Coming up, uh, we had some coaching news yesterday. We're going to get all the latest for you in just moments. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. We're back here on Maggie and Perloff. We are getting so excited for these championship games. A couple big disagreements here. Maggie finds the Chiefs annoying. Just admit it. I do. There's they're, also they're so thirsty. Why? I am you're too all, good to be this this out here. You know, wa- this wanting our attention so badly. This is Taylor Swift. It's not her, it's not their fault that the biggest pop star in the world is in their box. Do you think that has anything to do with? 
with Jerry Sneed and and uh, Isaiah Pacheco yeah, and, and Rashi no. Rice. Like no, they don't care. What, what did they do? No, they didn't do anything. It's just maybe they need a little bit like clue Taylor in. It's not her fault if she's not a big football fan, but clue her in on the amount of success that the Chiefs have been having over the last six seasons. You know, you don't have not every touchdown is the Super Bowl. Like you don't have to hang right at the front of where the box is. The camera's going to find you. Someone should have. So, what does it have to do with the team? Why is that their problem? The team is just because Taylor Swift's a phony. That's that's nothing to do with the team. No, just because the team because they win a lot. Do you think Andy Reid wants all this here? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to be in the State Farm commercial. Andy Reid wants a little of the glow. No, he doesn't. I don't even know how they they got him there. Andy (laughs) Reid. I heard a quote about Taylor. He's like, yeah, I guess it's fine. He does not. There's no coach in the world who wants any distraction. You think Andy Reid cares about Taylor Swift? And I, I read that he begrudgingly did those commercials. Now he seems to like it. But no, Andy Reid doesn't want Taylor Swift glow. This is Andy Reid we're talking about. Uh, Drew Walsh is in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio said, I turned on the Chiefs when they started acting like they deserve everything. Mahomes whines about everything. Pacheco celebrates a two-yard run like it was a 98-yard touchdown. They aren't the underdog. I mean, Listen, Pacheco is a seventh-round pick. Like, I'll let him, oh, yeah. you know. That, that's a bridge too far. Isaiah Pacheco, he's another. You can't – he has to have a 100 Q rating. Who would not like that guy? <laughs> no, and he it, runs like Bam Bam from Flintstones. <laughs> he's amazing. I think, you know, listen, we like, we like to root for underdogs, and I think we like to – you know, we like to see champions, and we like to see greatness, and then – after we see a lot of greatness, we want to see who can take them down. Let me ask you a question. Why do people not like Brock Purdy? I'm noticing a lot of that. There seems to be, and that seems like the nicest see, kid to play in the NFL in 30 years. What's wrong with Brock Purdy? Okay, I think this is where people say that, and that's not what you mean. Because I've been accused of being a Brock Purdy hater, and I've never said I didn't like Brock Purdy. I never said I wasn't impressed right. by what Brock Purdy has done. I've never said he's not a great story or that he can't win big games. I think where it goes a bridge too far is when people are saying that he's the MVP Mm -hmm. when this type of 49ers team doesn't really lend itself to having one MVP. And if you were, it would probably be McCaffrey or maybe even Debo or maybe even Trent Williams. So I get accused of being a Purdy hater, and I resent that because I'm not hating on him. I'm hating on how is he... How out of this whole team do you look at the 49ers and you say that's clearly the MVP of the league? I understand exactly what you're saying, but I do think it's spilled over. Basically, people think he was born on third base with his team. Like, he's a good quarterback. No, because there's so much talent around him. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he was handed the keys to this person. But I do think the public attitude has bled into, and not saying you. No, you've never said anything negative about Brock Purdy as a person at all. But I feel like. There's a lot of, like, maybe it's my Twitter algorithm. Brock Purdy sucks out there. I think people are kind of mad that he's getting overrated because they're like, oh, man, I could go out there and give the ball to uh-huh. Christian McCaffrey twice. That's it. And it's it's a form of what you're saying. But I think people go so far to say, oh, Purdy is, I think people are annoyed that he's overrated. That's, um, I don't agree. I think he's doing more than people give him credit for. But I do think there's definitely an anti-Purdy sentiment that's even stronger than you. Interesting. I no, I, I think Purdy checks all the boxes of the things we like. I think oh. he checks. He was, you know, he did play a lot in college, so he has some experience. So you're familiar with him, and there he was, missed, literally Mister Irrelevant. So that immediately paints you as an underdog. He's come in. I mean, he replaced an incumbent in Jimmy Garoppolo who wasn't all that popular in San Francisco at the end anyway, I don't think. I don't think the fan base was up in arms when Jimmy G 
couldn't play because he had a penchant to turn the ball over in big spots. I, I think Brock seems pretty humble. He's living with a roommate in the Bay Area. I think I think he yeah. checks a lot of the boxes we like. I think for some reason, Brock Purdy's popularity is not taking off. I, I think there are a lot of football fans who find this whole situation slightly annoying. Hmm. No, I would say the Chiefs are definitely the more annoying. Okay. Oh, I'm- yeah, I, I agree, but I, I don't think Purdy's popular like some other guys. Uh, all right, our loser hats have arrived. Now, we're not exactly sure how we're going to use these two things. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv. Uh, the poop emoji hat. I just thought with the visual of this could be fun. We should probably just have this around anyway, just as a show. Little 2016, but yeah, okay. Okay, well, you know, that's all right. It kind of looks like a, a wizard, like the wizard hat that tells you what uh, if you're in Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, nope, that's poop. Poop emoji. <laughs> and then we also have just the trucker hat that just says loser on it. I No, here's a question. Who is ordering this besides like radio Actually. shows and stuff like that? I, I like that hat. You like this loser hat? Yeah, that's pretty cool. You like, would I walk would around wear, with this I would definitely wear that on the street. <laughs> it says loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a comedic, ironic loser. Yes. Like Judah Freelander would wear that's, that. Oh, that's the guy great. in 30 Rock. Well, I can't remember his name. Judah Freelander. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, he, that's, that, that's probably where that hat came from. <laughs> See, I think ironic is you could wear one that just says winner on it. <laughs> that's probably pretty. They probably have those, honestly. I'm, I would more. I'd, I'd actually rather wear the winner hat around, ironically, than the loser hat. But. The way Pete's giggling, I feel like he wants to buy one right now. Yes, I do. Well, I already did it for you, so don't Thank worry you. about it. You can borrow yeah, he this needs one. his own, though. I, 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 I said I would not wear the loser hat because I'm like, ah, it's not worth having the Instagram photo of me in a loser hat out there, but that's super cool. Actually, I, I would wear that all the time. Okay, well, now we <laughs> yeah, got two. Right all right, right uh, there you go, Perloff. I mean, should I wear the poop emoji hat and we'll just see if they fit? Uh, the poop emojis is good, but that doesn't exactly say loser. It says, <laughs> Bogus just says lost a lot wizard. of respect for me. That's okay. We have a long way to go with each Bogus, other. Bogus, you could do the Vince McMahon story now? <laughs> Don't. I am not. No. <laughs> Thank God. And now I got to throw the hat away. Thanks, Perloff. Now it can never be worn again. <laughs> Is it my turn? Oh, great. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, as you us. might have heard, there's a little bit of negativity around the show these days. Uh, Maggie hates Taylor Swift, Jason Kelsey, <laughs> love, relationships, and happiness. Perloff hates Josh Allen and Wemby. Pete hates Zach Ertz. And EJ hates anyone who wants parents to behave better at youth I really basketball don't, games. I don't hate Zach Ertz. So let me bring <laughs> some positivity to the table. I have fell in love with the Detroit Lions. I have a man crush on Dan Campbell. I know nothing about <laughs> yeah. Dan Campbell, but I'm like, I want to play. I, I play football one day. I want to play for Dan Campbell. See, it's okay to like things. It's okay to just enjoy the good stuff, guys, like Dan Campbell and the Lions. That was Chuck on a CNN show that he hosts called King Charles. That's new to me. But if he's going to love Dan Campbell on it, I'm here for it. Doesn't Charles claim to know a ton about NFL? He bets NFL all the time. He's like, I don't know anything about Dan Campbell. <laughs> like, I would think at this point you're really familiar with Dan Campbell. Also, no, by the way. I Wait, what do you mean? Oh, you hate this do team? not like this. Okay. Charles Barkley. Yes. What are you, Pearl off here with the bandwagons? Now all of a sudden you're oh. going to jump on the bandwagon at the championship game? Put the hat this back is, on. This is Maggie. worse than Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz at least would be able to play in this game and impact the outcome. If you have the, Okay. Because I rooted for a bad franchise for a long time, I absolutely hated it when the bandwagon got so big that everyone, all of a sudden, now I'm a huge Bills fan. Oh, my God, I've loved the Bills forever. No, you haven't. 
Charles Barkley, you can't, if you didn't love the Lions at 0-16, you can't love the Lions when they're on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. I'm handing you the loser hat. Put it on. Because if you're going to go after, (laughs) I mean, first you go after Jason Kelsey. Now Charles Barkley. Who's next? Will Ferrell? What are you doing here, Maggie? (laughs) These are are the the perfect citizens. You can't go after Barkley. He could do no wrong in my book. And what does he say? I like the Lions story. Why are you ripping this whole thing? Okay. I know I'm an EP here, so I'm going to make an executive decision. I think this is where we have to do the loser spotlight. We have to do a vote. Pete, hit it. Sometimes we can't help ending up on the short end of the stick. I'm tired of being a loser. But you know what they say, you can't win them all. There are degrees of loser. You can run from it, but you can't hide from it. Right now you are exhibiting the qualities of a loser franchise. On the Maggie and Perloff Show, we don't tolerate loser energy. You gotta live in the loser spotlight for a day. Time now to see who has to sit in the loser spotlight. Get in, loser, we're going shopping. Every group has someone that they all make fun of. Thus, they are losers. So, mm, I think we need to vote. <laughs> Wait, Bogey just put his camera phone light on me. just burned the retina out of my left eye. I- I'm not even, wearing the loser hat on this. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even... What, what's your problem with this again? Take Charles me back Charles Barkley can't jump on the Lions bandwagon the day before the championship game. Because if you have one of these franchises that has actually been heartbreaking, where you haven't made it this far in 30 more years, you have all this negative energy around you, you can't just say, oh, now I'm a Lions fan when they're on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. If you really want to be a fan, you have to have lived through some of the hard times, some of the heartbreak. If you weren't with them at 0-16, you can't enjoy Lions now on the on the uh, doorstep of going to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Oh, who hurt you when you were young as a sports or fan? yesterday. So, yeah. Scott so the way we had discussed the loser spotlight was it'd be a vote amongst everyone here. Yes. Whether or not Maggie has to wear the loser hat. Guys. So I got one pearl off, one bogus Pete, uh, three, uh, I'm four. If I could raise my hand even higher, it's Maggie. Man. I'm going to no. stand on the table. Okay, you guys are going to go with pearl off, Mr. Bandwagon. You're oh, going to follow d- him? There's a big difference. <laughs> you just sit here and say, if you didn't root for the Lions when they were 0-16, you can't root for they them now? Up. Exactly. And there's a big difference. Uh, Charles Barkley's in the Hall of Fame. And he, so, and he covers the NBA. He, he gets all the bad take. He's also not sitting there in a Jared Goff jersey like with pom-pom. He just says it's a cool story. I'm paying attention to it. Let him have his fun. Wow. Wow. I, I enjoy watching Jameer Gibbs play. You can't do that because you weren't there in Marty Morningwig when Owen 16. What are you talking there about? Rod Marinelli. You can't be there for Dan Campbell. You don't know who Scott Mitchell is. I don't want to hear anything about the Lions right now. How long do I have to wear this stupid thing? Until the Lions lose. (laughs) (laughs) End of the hour. We're still still, still working. Still still working shopping that. Um, Let's workshop an actual spotlight. Turn the rest of the lights off and just just, (laughs) one beam of light coming down on Maggie. Get uh, a bigger budget for this show. (laughs) Like a Broadway show and I'm just in the... I also want a running list of incredibly likable people that Maggie is criticizing. Because Jason, (laughs) starting with Jason Kelsey, and I know a lot of people are having trouble, but Jason Kelsey, Charles Bark, uh, I you really you know that hurts. What, Are you going to go after Allen Iverson next? Like <laughs> I don't say anything. Well. I don't say anything mean about Jim Kelly. I would never do that. Not on this show because well, he's not jumping on the Lions bandwagon. Oh, 
first of all, how do we know Jim Kelly's not jumping on the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Kelly would alone be. has been through enough. Uh, if you want to watch, I'm wearing the loser trucker hat. That didn't take long. 855-212-4CBS is the number to call. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Me calling out bandwagon fans, like apparently Charles Barkley, does not make me a loser. Today it Except does. Except it does. <laughs> Bogus, what else? Lions center Frank Ragnell yet to practice ahead of this <laughs> NFC title game. The team listing ankle, toe, knee, and back issues for him. Oh. Ravens tight end yeah. Mark Andrews put in another full practice yesterday, keeping him in line to return from his leg injury on Sunday. Why don't they just say what's working for Frank yeah. Ragnell? Yeah. He's got a couple fingers, I think, that work. Oh. Maybe a, I mean, uh, I would admire shin. him for being tough, but I have no right to because I didn't root for the 2007 Lions. <laughs> no, if you weren't there for 0-16, don't, can't be there now. I think it's, I would think it's admirable, but I'm going to stay agnostic to this Frank Ragnall story because I have no right. You weren't there when two Hall of Famers retired early because we stunk. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Pete. I didn't even think about that for my argument. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got two new NFL head coaches this morning. Bucks OC Dave Canales now in charge in Carolina. And the Falcons hire Raheem Morris on their second chance. He was their interim coach back in 2020, but hired Arthur Smith instead. Now Morris replaces him. He's been the Rams' D coordinator the last three seasons. The Celtics stormed through Miami last night, 143-110. Those are the most points they've ever scored against the Heat and their biggest win head-to-head. Head coach Joe Mazzula ready to party. This game is really good, but it means nothing at all in the grand scheme of things if we don't <laughs> take the lessons that we need to and apply it to the next game. Sounds like Maggie. Jason Tatum's <laughs> an all-star starter. If you weren't there for, for Doc Rivers' 20-win uh, 20, 20 season with the Celtics, you can't be there You now. didn't see Havlicek stole the ball. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Jason Tatum. Yeah, he's an all-star starter alongside Joel Embiid, Giannis, Damian Lillard, and Tyrese Halliburton. The West Five is Luka, Jokic, KD, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and LeBron, he is the first player to be picked for 20 All-Star games. He posted 25 points and 12 assists last night in the Lakers' 141-132 shootout with the Bulls. The Knicks hammered the Nuggets 122-84 for a fifth straight win. And the T-Wolves wasted a 17-point lead before winning in Brooklyn 96-94. Women's number one, South Carolina, went to Baton Rouge, beat number nine, LSU, 76-70, ending the Tigers' 29-game home winning streak. Novak Djokovic will not win an 11th Australian Open title just yet, losing in four sets to Yannick Sinner. Right now, Daniel Medvedev and Alexander Zverev in a fifth set. And this is big soccer news. Jurgen Klopp will step down as Liverpool manager after this season. In his nine years, they've won a Champions League crown and a Premiership title. Guys, back to you. Bogus, thank you so much. Uh, all right, so I'll wear the loser hat. See, this is the other part of it that bothers me is Barkley, Charles Barkley is out here praising Dan Campbell, which is totally fine. Felt like he was jumping on the Lions bandwagon. This is just an easy way for celebrities to get positive press because you start associating yourself with oh, a feel-good oh, story, gosh, not that Barkley needs it. Maggie, oh, let it go. go. How, Relax. How cynical can you be today, put Maggie? The, put the poop hat on, too. Is there a double? <laughs> oh, no, I can't man. because you guys oh. ruined the poop hat forever because you had to bring real news into it. God, now we can't even wear the poop hat. I really You're like such a loser. loser. I really like the way this guy plays. You have no right, sir. <laughs> you have no right. Loser. <laughs>
<laughs> it's not like Charles Barkley was got a tattoo of a lion on his shoulder either. He just had one nice comment. Like he's a GM. <laughs> if he's the GM, I could I would let it slide. <laughs> he's not gonna be in a booth on Sunday getting hard hand signals. Yeah, yeah. He's not posing yeah. with Eminem and Big Sean he, and Barry Sanders. He's not Paul Rudd with the Chiefs all of a sudden. He just said, Hey, I really admire the way this guy is playing. No. Shut up. You know what? If you weren't there for the three and thirteen season when Dan Campbell first took over, then you can't be here now. Loser. Oh, my God. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. All right, coming up, new coaches and new spots. Who is going to turn it around the fastest of these new hires? We'll get to that next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. If you're not watching the show today, I am currently wearing the loser hat. New segment on the show. Apparently, I'm displaying the characteristics of a loser because I think Charles Barkley is jumping on the bandwagon of the Detroit Lions. All of a sudden, he's a Lions fan right before the conference championship game. Where were you for the 0-16 season? Were you shedding a tear when Barry Sanders retired early? I doubt it. Just to give people perspective, Pete, can you play that clip again? Because it is one of the most harmless sound bites I've ever heard in my life. To actually criticize... To actually criticize Charles Barkley for saying, I admire the way the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell play football. It was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice moment. I'm like, yes, let's go. This is, uh, this is shaping up to be a good championship game. And like Charles, like I admire the Lions too. I think we all related to that. I thought he said, I'm a, I'm a Lions fan now. Did he not? We'll get that for you. Meanwhile, let's go to Michael, who's in Henderson, Nevada. Michael, how are you? Good morning. Um, great show as always. Um, I just want to remind you guys. Yeah. When you guys when you guys come out here, it's going to be three in the morning, right? You know that, right? <laughs> we are aware. Of it. <laughs> really? Oh no, no. Uh, sorry, we kid. Yes, we are aware. So we will be coming out so to I'm Vegas for be, the Super Bowl. Yes, and we'll be doing the show three a.m. to seven a.m. local. My plan is I'm going to be out drinking at the bars and then come and visit you guys at like three in the morning. <laughs> okay. I'll be up. I'll be in my best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like you're going to be able to promise us that. Yeah, okay, 3 in the morning is not even Michael, 3 in the morning is not even late in Vegas though, is it? Yeah, it's this place. On the weekends, you know, it it goes it goes a little later, but during the week like right now it's kind of dead. Okay. I mean, you can find stuff. Like the Hooters is open 24 hours. You can there's definitely bars. All the bars are 24 hours. It's just they're just slow, you know. Yes, Michael, thank you so much. And we'll look forward to it. Uh, just be forewarned, 
where we're going to be sitting. It might be a little hard to get to, but sentiment is there. The Hooters is open 24 hours. Nobody told me that. Uh, well, we've got right our marching out. orders, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> By the way, can we get Maggie all fired up again and play this very polarizing clip from Charles Barkley? Oh, Charles, what gives you that was the, the most right? Nine clip, Maggie. Guys, oh, he's just... He didn't even say I'm a Lions fan. He never even uttered those right, words. Well, he basically said, and he but... prefaced it by saying he doesn't even know like the, the, what's going on. It makes <laughs> I mean, it even worse. Right? No, but like it shows <laughs> Google you. Google the guy. It shows you his, his genuine support and genuine okay. like. Guys, it's the easiest take of all time. You're jumping on the lovable underdog story to try to associate yourself with the underdog fun story. He's Charles Barkley. Why does he have to associate himself? With the Lions. I don't know. Why are we playing the clip? Like, obviously, it makes news because it's boldface name Charles Barkley talking about nah. boldface name in Dan Campbell. And I think this is this is uh, this thing that people do where they jump yeah. on the bandwagon of these franchises that have been lovable losers for a long time. I'm rooted for yeah. a team like that. And I hated when the bandwagon got totally full with the Bills. It, yeah. it was so annoying to me. If you weren't there for Fred Jackson, you can't be there for James Cook. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Maggie booed when Villanova beat Georgetown in '85. <laughs> she, she's like, I wasn't there in '79. Why can't I be there in '85? <laughs> I mean, yeah. When U.S. hockey beat Russia, she's like, I don't know. A lot of bandwagon fans here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Dan? You will admit Dan Campbell is quite appealing to watch. He's super fun. Okay, no? but listen, Dan Campbell's been around for a while. The kneecaps thing was Dan three Campbell. years ago. <laughs> Three years, Dan Campbell has not might exactly be a, been. He must be a rookie coach. He's kind of on the younger side. His first playoffs. I get it, but uh, like, you, I don't know. Maybe I'm too close to it. Maybe Dan you're a Campbell's little too negative. No, Maybe I'm you've been hurt negative. by the Bills. Well, that's definitely true. And you're still mad that they lost that game last week. Definitely true. That has nothing to do with why about Charles jumping on the Lions bandwagon. Uh, I've always thought that. That's why your bandwagoness is oh, beyond see. beyond infuriating. Can I just say, huge Lions fan as well. I know. Big fan of the two quarterbacks in the AFC title game. What we were and uh, yeah, I kind of like the Niners. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Perloff will jump on bandwagons of teams that compete against him in his own division. There's, is there no? Is there is nothing sacred anymore? Let's go, Commanders. <laughs> Coming up, would you rather have Goff or Purdy on Sunday for the NFC Championship game? We get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.